we are welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It is called Point Game with John Wall and C.J. Toledano. It is an insider look at the NBA and the culture surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick in the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall, will give his unique perspective on hot topics in the league and tell the best behind-the-scenes stories from his time in the NBA. So check out Point Game with John Wall and C.J. Teledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. State Farm Insurance knows that understanding and investing in our cultural identity is paramount in protecting our future. We know what it's like to go from nothing to something to wish that we had better financial literacy when we were younger. Luckily, State Farm is here to help. With funding programs like Project Ready, which is committed to education achievement and has already awarded over $11 million in scholarship offers to black and brown youth since 2021. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. All right, so there we were, cruising through the new open-air zoo, when I realized that the park was closing in like 15 minutes. Luckily, we were in my Nissan Rogue. With its powerful VC turbo engine, well, we had time to see all the animals. Whoa! <laughs> and outrun a few! Drive the Nissan Rogue. AT&T connects an ode to podcast. Connect the alarm, change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze, 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower, lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work and traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. I can see the DJ Envy, Angela Yee, and Charlemagne the God. Wake that ass up, the Breakfast Club is on. Right I I love coming here. I'm never not going to come here. You guys are good to me. In return, I'm always going to be good to you. For a lot of people in the hip-hop generation, The Breakfast Club is where people get their information on the topics, on the artists, and everything like that. In that aspect, radio is still important. The Breakfast Club. When my name come up, respect it. Good morning, USA! Yo 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 Good morning, Angela Yee. Good morning, DJ MV. Charlemagne running a little late. Can be expected. Yes, happy Monday. That's right, it's Monday. It doesn't ring the same as Friday. No, it doesn't. How was your weekend? My weekend was great. So uh, you know, um, this is about the HBCU homecoming time. So uh I go on tour each and every year. I hit up a bunch of different homecomings, a, different, a bunch of different HBCUs, and we started in St. Augusta's uh, University. St. Uh, what is it? St. Augustine's? Is Augustine's, right? Yeah, St. Augustine's University 
in North Carolina. Shout out to them. They had their homecoming over the weekend, so I was there for that. Had a great time. Next year, I think I got to go to next week. I think I got to go to Hampton, uh, Howard, FAMU, uh, a bunch of them. So this is my, my my first stop on my tour. So I enjoyed all the time talking to the students, visiting the radio station, um, helping them out as much as possible, and. And just trying to shine a light on all the HBCUs. So I had a great time. What about you? Um, so, you know, I bought this house upstate New York in the Catskills. Mm-hmm. And so this is like my first time spending a weekend there since I bought it like four months ago. Wow. So I had a great time. And my neighbors from Brooklyn, uh, they came up for the day with their kids. And we bought some fresh fruits and vegetables from the farmer's market, put them on the grill. And you know it's about that time. It's October. Halloween is coming up, so mm-hmm. I tried to watch some scary movies, but they didn't scare me that much. Oh. I watched Mr. Harrigan's Phone. That's a Stephen King movie that was on Netflix. And then I watched um, See For Me on Hulu. Uh, and it, they were fine, but it just wasn't like, you know. It wasn't scary enough yeah, for you. I'm terrified scary. right now watching uh, Envy in here with his Giants jacket on and Red uh, board up in here with their Jets jacket on. Eddie! It's scary that, that you know, uh, both these teams in New York are having winning seasons. It's Eddie! scary. Okay. Come in for a second, Damn, Eddie. Eddie. I want you to see Eddie's jacket. Eddie got his Eagles jacket on. He wanted to get even. Only undefeated team in the NFL. You know, just you know, just one of the. He said it's, it's scary, scary in here. Last right night, now. baby. It's real. It's, I'm terrified as a Dallas Cowboy fan. My Bills okay? won last night too. All right. Terrified. You should be. Well, listen. I'm just happy all of us got re- winning records. That's rare. When has that ever happened in the 13 years that we've been here <laughs> that is on facts. the Breakfast Club? That the Eagles, Jets, and Cowboys all have a winning record. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Yes. Yeah, I went to the uh, Giants game uh, yesterday. Had an amazing time as we beat the uh, Baltimore Ravens. It was a great time. Great game. Wonderful game. How was your, how was your game last night, Charlamagne? Uh, Dallas Cowboys lost mm-hmm. to the Philadelphia Eagles, who are the only undefeated team in the NFL. You know what I mean? But we gave them a little scare. You know what I mean? We 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 gave him a little scared. That's all you can ask to do with a backup <laughs> quarterback named Cooper Rush. Okay. You know what I mean? All right. All right, well, let's get the show cracking. Now, uh, Little Baby stopped through on Friday. We're going to get that on if you missed it. So we're going to chop it up with Little Baby. And also, um, we got somebody checking in, right? You is tell he, us. Is he checking in, Charlamagne? Who? Who checking in? Okay, maybe not. Who are you talking about? N.O. Oh, he said he wanted to. I don't know if he is. Uh-huh. Is that you a up? code word for Nori? Texas, Texas Nori. <laughs> he said he wanted to. Why didn't you just say his name, but you said N-O? Because he didn't know what it was at first. All right, well, man, I think Nori will be checking in, too. Of course, he did that interview with uh, Boosie and Kanye West. That's all over the place. So he, I think he wanted to check in this morning as well. I think well. the one Kanye West is what people, you know, he wants to clarify, though, right? Well, we'll talk to him in a little bit. And we got front page news. What are we talking about? All right. Well, let's talk about some issues with supplies. Uh, snow crabs, if you're a big snow crab fan, you might not be able to get any at all this season. And who knows what's going to happen moving forward. And then if you love a mimosa, that might not happen for you either. All right. We'll get into that when we come back. Keep it locked. This is The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Good morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get into some front page news. Now in uh, NFL Sunday, the Eagles beat the Cowboys 26-17. The Bills beat the Chiefs 24-20. The Rams beat the Panthers. Seahawks beat the Cardinals. Falcons beat the 49ers. The Jets beat the Packers. Bengals beat the Saints. The Giants beat the Ravens. Drop a bomb for my Giants, please. Vikings beat the Dolphins, Colts beat the Jaguars, Patriots beat the Browns, Steelers beat the Buccaneers. Now, also the uh, New York Yankees play tonight. Uh, I, I think it's a home game, right? If it doesn't rain, if it doesn't get rained out. 
And salute. And let's uh, do a die for them. And salute Deontay Wilder, too. First round knockout over the weekend. Robert Hellenius. Yeah, drop on the clues bonds for Deontay Wilder. Shout out to Devin Haney as well and Clarissa Shields. They all yeah, won. Yeah, salute to mm-hmm. Clarissa Shields. Salute to Devin Haney. Mm-hmm. All right, what else we got, Yeezy? All right, NBA Hall of Famer Dikembe Mutombo. Let's uh, keep him in our prayers. He is undergoing treatment for a brain tumor. And right now they have not given much information, but they did say he is receiving the best care possible from a collaborative team of specialists in Atlanta mm-hmm. and is in great spirits as he begins treatment. His family is asking for privacy during this time so they can focus on his care, but they are grateful for your prayers and good wishes. Those are all the details. All right, now let's talk about shortages. This could be a candy shortage for Halloween this year. And according to Hershey, they have announced that they will not be able to fully meet consumer demand due to capacity constraints. Wow. So they do Reese's Peanut Butter Cups, Twizzlers, everything. And the demand for candy has surged this year. And with more holidays coming up, they said that demand will continue to grow. So if you can find some candy to buy in bulk, you should try to do that. But, um, you know... It's going to be tough. So if you're getting ready for Halloween and you can find some things now. What's the reason for the candy shortage, though? What is the world coming to when we having a candy shortage? Where's Willy Wonka when you need him? Well, let me give you some more shortages. They said uh, oranges. There's going to be the worst orange crop since World War II. So no orange juice. I can so understand that. Florida's orange crop production is going to plummet uh, to record lows this season thanks to Hurricane Ian. And that assessment is because there's already a weak citrus production situation in the state as well. So the price of orange juice, which is already two ninety per twelve ounce can, is going to go even higher. Jesus All right, Christ, Thanos might have been right. And billions of snow crabs have disappeared from the waters around Alaska. And according to scientists, it's it's overfishing. But they're saying that's. Uh, some people are saying overfishing is the cause. Scientists are saying they don't believe that's really what it is. What they are saying is that climate change is the cause for these snow crabs to have disappeared. Oh, boy. Yeah, they need to be in temperatures that are below 2 degrees Celsius. And unfortunately, due to climate change, as oceans warm and sea ice disappears, the ocean around Alaska is becoming not livable. <laughs> For these snow crabs. And so the Alaska Board of Fisheries and North Pacific Fishery Management Council announced last week the population of snow crab fell below the regulatory threshold to open up the fishery. The numbers are shocking, though. The snow crab population shrank from around 8 billion in 2018 to 1 billion in 2021. Mm-mm-mm. So, well, we don't deserve the luxuries of the earth because we don't take care of the earth. And it's really amazing to me how God gave us everything we needed to survive and thrive on this planet. And we have found a way to mess it up. We didn't take care of the earth. So why should the earth take care of us? No luxuries for you. No snow crabs. No oranges. Please suffer. No Halloween candy. No candy. Well, candy's not from God. but It's a luxury. Yes. I mean, it's a man-made luxury, which is, <laughs> which is why I'm wondering why it's, it's, you can't make it. I can understand the oranges and the, uh, the snow crabs. When, when the earth's out of that, they just out of that. But why you can't get more candy? You're making the candy. Mm-hmm. Maybe the things that you need to make the candy. Chocolate and things like that. I doubt it. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, that is your front page news. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, phone lines are wide open again. 800-585-1051. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. This is your time to get it off your chest, whether you're mad or blessed. 800-585-1051. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? Yo, what's up? It's Ray Clay from Chicago. What up, brother? Get it off your chest. 
What's up, man? Look, I want to talk about Kanye West. Uh, man, I just feel like, look, so I heard like a mental health therapist um, on there last week. And, uh, uh, Dr. Man, Alfie. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. And, man, I don't know. She said something that kind of stood out. He was just saying, you know, since he was like diagnosed with a mental illness, we should probably, you know, give him some grace. And I kind of felt that, man. I know Yay be going off, and he's, you know, like you said, pretty outlandish or whatever, like what he say. But I do feel like we should give him some grace, man. I just feel like in the black community, we kind of got like this losing Isaiah mentality. You know, whenever somebody is a burden to us, we kind of just throw them in the garbage can, you know, and instead of like just trying to love on them and give them grace. I know Kanye be crazy, but I just feel like we should just deal with him. This is a little different. I know you be acting wild. But, I mean, sometimes, you know, he do be saying some real stuff. I understand a White Lives Matter t-shirt. That's kind of outlandish as well. But, I don't know. I just feel like at the end of the day. Can I, um, can I ask you a question, uh, sir? Would you give uh, yeah. Would you give any other bigot that same grace? Would you give any other, anybody else spewing that kind of white supremacist rhetoric grace? Because, I mean, if if we're going to give him grace, then we got to give bigots grace, too, for the, you know, the, the anti-Semitic, anti-black rhetoric they spew. Well, I got a question for you. Uh, I mean, do you feel like white lives matter in America? Of course, I feel like white lives matter, but that's not the reason people say that slogan. People that's start never been people, a question. white supremacists started saying that slogan when black people started to affirm themselves by saying black lives matter. Like, and it, well, it's, I got another question. Do you feel like black lives matter? Yeah, I feel like black lives matter. I feel like all listen. A, you're not listening to what I say. You just you just you, you, black lives matter? you said what? Does America feel like Black Lives Matter like as a whole? No, like, no, no, they don't. No. I think that I think we should coin the phrase Black Lives Don't Matter because that's actually a lie. So we're actually what do you say? Black lives black don't matter. Don't I don't matter. think you want to say Black Lives black Don't lives Matter because that's kind of reaffirming matter. that. Well, but, no, You're, but that's the truth. So I feel like one is a lie. One is a lie. One is like a mantra to make us feel good. That is it's like Black is beautiful, but we know that Black, black Lives Black Lives yeah. Matter is the mantra. Yeah, we're telling you that yeah, Black Lives Matter. We know that. And I, I just feel like it was the perfect response to because it's true. It's like it's like Black Lives Don't Matter, but White Lives Matter. It's like Black men don't cheat. No, but we know black men do cheat. We were saying black men don't cheat. You see, so I feel like it was like I feel a like that was irony. Like one is like true. One is like well, listen, my brother, my brother, you do you you listen. You do realize that white supremacist groups uh, started saying white lives matter as a response to Black Lives Matter because we were affirming ourselves with Black Lives Matter. You do realize that, right? I hundred percent do, and I I feel like that's true. And I feel like if we've shown a light that white lives do matter, but black lives don't. That's the honest truth that's in America. It's the ugly truth that we walk around with. And it's true. And I feel like that needs to be shining the light up as well because it's true. I and think, I, feel like I, I don't you think you understand. I don't know. I just feel like you should even have more understanding of somebody with a mental health yeah, but sometimes I feel like if somebody's going through a problem, we, we shouldn't give him a we shouldn't give him a platform at times. Though I, I feel like when somebody's going through a problem and, and it's clear that he's going through a problem and it, it's clear that he's having mental health problems. That that what he's spewing is is negativity. Is it is, is, is it clear? I or is he, it just I who he is? Has he been diagnosed though with bipolar I, disorder? I thought he was diagnosed. He's sure, but maybe this is just who he is. Have we ever thought about that too? <laughs> like, like we keep wanting chalking things up to other things. Maybe this is just who he is and who he's I always. Know, I don't been. feel like he's always <clears throat> been like this. I do. As long as I've known Kanye, he's chased white validation. Get it off your I'm, chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us up. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. 
The Breakfast Club. Let's go! This is your time to get it off your chest. Whether you're man or blessed. Say it with your chest! We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. So if you got something on your mind, let it out. Hello, who's this? Hey, yo, what up? It's Matt from Atlanta. What's going on, Breakfast Club? What up? Get it off what your up, chest. What up, Matt from Atlanta? Man, I had just celebrated birthday last Wednesday. I turned 28. Congratulations, and, uh, Happy King. birthday. Yeah, Oh, yeah. I wanted to really say some positive energy. I got all my goals written down. Uh, yeah, I'm glad it's time before you're gone. But look, just that positive energy is what we all need to do. Write the goals down. I got a list of 20 I'm trying to get done by Saturday. And I just want to make sure everybody get that positive energy this morning. Okay. All right, brother. Thank you, brother. I hope you get all your goals accomplished. Hello, who's Good this? Morning. Hey, what's up, Breakfast Club? This is Tyler from Chicago. How you doing? What's up, Tyler? Get it off your chest. Oh, man, it has been a crazy couple of weeks, man. So your boy got fired a couple of weeks ago from the job of like three years. Um, I was in sales, man. Envy, you might know a thing about that, but I was on phone sales. So, you know, it was a numbers thing. And apparently I was costing the company too much money. Mm. So even though, which was messed up because I make a thousand dollars every week. So that was messed up. But last week I ended up getting a car accident. That was fun, too. So oh, it's just been the last, like last couple of weeks have been messed up, man. Messed up my baby. It was a 2006 Pontiac G6. It was classic. Hey. Perfect body. You know what I'm saying? Dude just ran a stop sign and ended up T-boning my stuff, man. So insurance ended up totaling it out. So now I got to deal with that. And I don't know how much they're trying to give me, but hell, you know. Hey, can I tell you something, though, brother? What's up, man? Hey, you alive, man. Yeah, you are. I am, man. But it's like, why stuff just keeps piling on. Like, when it rains, it storms. And, like, luckily, with my whole job thing, like, I got a business to follow on. Like, I got a clothing brand that's dope. It's called Dingo. You know, I'm sure y'all heard of it. Uh, but we out here, you know what I'm saying? So I've got that to follow on. But it's not like having that consistent income, of course, like, you know, a nine to five. But I think this is my opportunity to really get out there and just, like, be that freelance king that I know that I am, that I can be. Because, like, I think the nine to five just isn't really for me. It's been holding me back. You feel me? True indeed. And, well, we, and we've never heard of Dingo, sir. Just want to throw that out there, too. And good luck with everything, too, bro. Hello, who's this? Just saying. He just said, like, you. I know they y'all heard of him. No, we have not heard of Dingo, sir. Hello, who's this? Have y'all heard of Dingo? No, sir. Hello? Hey, what's your name? Can you hear me? We uh, this big Draco from Ohio, man. How's it going? We only know one big Draco, sir. Don't disrespect. The, don't ever disrespect big soldier like that. We're not getting into the argument. This is positive. I'm on. I'm on. Me personally, I'm on positive vibes. But let me get this off my chest, right? Your phone sound a little crazy, bro. I wanted to get off. I wanted to get there off my go. chest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to get off my chest. This whole Kanye situation, man. I'm tired of people sitting here supporting him and feeling bad for Kanye. You know talk, what I mean? Talk like to me, he, he the same person who bent it over. With his cheeks out, with his pants down, they get caught on camera and say, "Oh, white man f***ing me." You know what I mean? Like, get what? out of here. What happened? When that okay. happened? I missed that one. Though. What? Wow. I mean, <laughs> but no, like, I'm just saying. Like, did you just like, make that up? He definitely he just, did. Yeah, but you know what I'm saying? It's just like he's like always getting caught with his pants down, and then he's sitting here and crying, and be like, "Oh, I need, I need the black community to come together." Oh, I see what you're saying. Oh no, okay. I agree with that. No, 100. percent I yeah. agree with that. Yeah, yeah, that's all. And then I want to shout out. I want to shout out everybody out here who's carrying and willing to protect their lives and their families and other people's uh and other people's families out here man we need more support out here we need to protect each other especially from all this craziness going on word two way all day baby all right get it off your chest 800-585-1051 we got rumors on the way yes and speaking of kanye because a lot of you guys called in this morning talking about him we will be discussing a potential lawsuit because of that interview he did on drink champs 
All right, we'll get into that next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. We're welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It's called Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano. It's an insider's look at the NBA and the coaches surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick in the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall, will give us his unique perspective on the hottest topics in the league and tell the best behind-the-scenes stories from his time in the NBA. CJ will be bringing his A-list comedian buddies to keep it light and fire off some hoop takes. Plus, John will be inviting current and former NBA players, friends, and teammates to join the show as well to give their unfiltered accounts of what really goes on in the league from a player's perspective. So check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. If you're looking for the most epic place on earth, let's start at the base of a massive waterfall. Then trek through the thick jungle. Then climb to the peak of a snowy mountaintop. Then once you get there, keep going. Because with intelligent 4x4 and 7 drive modes and a Nissan Pathfinder, the search is the real adventure. Available feature. Intelligent 4x4 cannot prevent collisions or provide enhanced traction in all conditions. Always monitor traffic and weather conditions. State Farm Insurance gets it. Representation alone doesn't equate to authenticity. State Farm understands and wants to help protect our communities by investing in our future, building off the hard work our parents have done before us. We all are looking to create generational wealth so that our families and generations behind us have a better starting point than we did. That begins with financial literacy. State Farm helps fund programs like Project Ready, a National Urban League program committed to the educational achievement of black and brown youth. To date, participants have been awarded over $11 million in scholarships offers as a direct result of contributions from State Farm. At Eating Wallbrook, we hear inspiring rags to riches stories on each episode from our guests, but with State Farm, you can begin to write your own success story. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities and have a long-lasting impact. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. How do we level the playing field for all entrepreneurs? 55% of white businesses survive the startup phase, while only 4% of black businesses do the same. So I want every black entrepreneur to know about the One Million Black Businesses Initiative. The One Million Black Businesses Initiative is an award-winning program created by Shopify and Operation Hope. They're on a mission to start, grow, and scale one million black businesses by 2030, driving wealth creation for the black community. Out of 6 million employer-owned businesses in the U.S., only 2.3% have black ownership. This program gives black entrepreneurs tools and resources to level the playing field, from free business coaching to tailored training and extended free Shopify trial. Shopify's made a 10-year, multi-million dollar commitment to the program, and it's working. The initiative already started, supported, and engaged with over 334,000 black businesses, helping them operate businesses that sell anything from skateboards to coffee beans to apparel. Business owners love this program. Simone Harvin, founder of SC Creative Group, says, The one million black businesses experience for me was unlike any other program I've been a part of, primarily because it was for us and it was by us. Here at Drink Champs, we are always interacting with our listeners, many being black entrepreneurs. Shopify is one of those platforms that empowers and emboldens entrepreneurship. So chart your own path for business success with the One Million Black Businesses Initiative and Shopify. Bring your business to Shopify with an exclusive offer at shopify.com slash B-E-N, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash B-E-N.
AT&T connects an ode to podcast. Connect the alarm, change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze, 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower, lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work and traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Don't forget, Little Baby will be checking in this morning. And also, Nori. We're going to be talking to both of them this morning. But let's get to the rumors. Let's talk Meg Thee Stallion. It's about time. What's going on? Rumor Report. Rumor Report. This is The Rumor Report. Talk to him. With Angela Yee on The Breakfast Club. All right. Well, Megan Thee Stallion was the musical guest as well as uh, a host for mm-hmm. Saturday Night Live over the weekend. And some of the things that she talked about in her monologue was her mental health website. I got my degree in health administration because I have always wanted to help the people in my community. I believe that it is important to have a sharp mind and a sharp body, yada, 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 yada. <laughs> That's why I launched my website that provides access to resources for those who are struggling with their mental health. Bad bitches have bad days too, dot com. <laughs> That's a real website. <laughs> I can't believe the domain wasn't already taken. It's supposed to be called Hot Girl Bummer, but somebody stole it. You know who you are. All right. In addition to that, she also uh, participated in a lot of different sketches. And afterwards, she did say that she is going to take a break after performing. She said material things can be replaced. Her home was broken into, by the way, while she mm-hmm. was there. Uh, she said material things can be replaced, but I'm glad everyone is safe. I'm really emotion. I'm really sorry, but after SNL, I really got to take a break. I'm so tired, physically and emotionally. Listen to this. All I really want to hear is it'll be okay. Bounce back because the bed can have bad days. All I really want to hear is it'll be okay. Bounce back because the bed can have bad days. If I could write a letter to heaven, I would tell my mama that I should have been listening. And I would tell a story that I've really been wilding. And that's what you give me because I really been trying. And I would ask, please show me who's being real. And get it from around me if they all been fake. It's crazy how I say the same person to the Lord. And I was get surprised about who he take. Man, I'm really thinking about dialing now one one till I free because they probably won't think it's that deep. All right, so mm. shout out to Meg Thee Stallion. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Definitely sending Meg healing energy. Yeah. I saw a lot of people responding to her performance and saying that they were brought to tears from her emotional performance. All right, now Jack Harlow is going to host and perform on SNL as well. So get ready for him on October 29th. He tweeted out about it. And speaking of breaking into homes, NFL star Julio Jones, his home was, uh, Julio Jones was burglarized. The suspect was caught wearing clothes from his home. Did you see that? Yeah. There were several items missing from the location that was clothing and jewelry. And the officer uh, got a detailed description and provided a detailed description over the radio. Once they did find the man, he was wearing uh, NFL clothing, a watch, and a Charles Barkley uh, Nike shoes as well. He was like, why are you stopping me? I didn't do anything wrong. Uh, You got all stolen items on, sir. (laughs) That's wild. How old was he? (laughs) I don't know his age. (laughs) But, yes, that's a terrible idea. Uh, Martin Williams. Actually, no, he's 31 years old. Jesus. Martin Williams. All right. Now let's talk about this Drink Champs Kanye West interview. Nori is going to be calling in in about an hour. But just to give you guys a heads up on some of the things that have happened since that interview. um, 
you know, Kanye did say a lot of things that we're not going to play because we don't agree with them. But he said some things that were factually incorrect, such as uh, things about George Floyd and how he died. That's just a lie. And also um, he addressed the anti-Semitic remarks by pretty much doubling down on it. Mm-hmm. Now, in response to this, though, George Floyd's family is considering a lawsuit against Kanye West for defamation. Why wouldn't they? So Lee Merritt, who is a lawyer for the family, said while one cannot defame the dead, the family of George Floyd is considering suit for Kanye's false statements about the manner of his death. Yeah, they should sue the ish out of him. Yeah, it's the same exact thing that Alex Jones did to the uh, families of of the Sandy Hook shooter. The same exact thing. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. In addition to that, I saw Nori was tweeting to Meek Mill for him to come on the show because Kanye said some things about Meek Mill. I don't got no celebrity friends because when I was on TV on Instagram saying I don't know where my child is and the Kardashians kidnapped my daughter in public and I didn't have the address of my child, none of these niggas that want to say something Travis now. Travis gave you the address though? Travis gave me the address. Right. But as far as Meek Mills, no. Puff Daddy, whoever, none of these niggas, all you fake hard niggas, fuck you. I don't give a because you can't shoot nobody anyway and the reason why you got talks because you did a deal, you fed. So I want y'all to, I want y'all to run up on me. No. I want, I want y'all to come kill me. No. I want you to smack me. No. I want you to do all the shit you rap about. No. All, hold on, no, all the shit you rap about. I want you to come do it now. Come down to this joint right now. Huh. All right. Well, as you can see, there were a lot of of things happening in this interview. But Nori is going to address, uh, you know what. Him and Kanye talked about after the interview and whether or not this should have aired no, at all. No, he's going to address the, the mistake he, he made about even doing this interview by putting Kanye West on his platform at all. So get ready for that. That's in what Nori's going to address. All right, and that is your rumor report. All right, we got front page news. What are we talking about? All right, well, let's talk about Fort Myers. We'll tell you there's somebody lucky in Fort Myers despite everything that's been happening with Hurricane Ian. All right, we'll get to that next. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. Summer might be over, but TV's hottest night is just getting fired up. All-American Monday is back. Monday's on The CW. Catch all new episodes of the smash hit shows All-American and All-American Homecoming. Don't miss a minute of the back-to-back drama. Monday's only on The CW. Or stream free next day on The CW app. Good morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get in some front-page news. All right. Now, NFL. Eagles beat the Cowboys 26-17. The Buffalo Bills beat the Chiefs. I don't like how you made that your first goal, bro. All right. You're right. The Buffalo Bills beat the Kansas City Chiefs 24-20. The Philadelphia Eagles washed the Cowboys 26-17. First of all, why did you say that again? Wash! Wash! And we didn't, they didn't wash us, by the way. The Rams beat the Panthers 24-10. Seahawks beat the uh, Cardinals. Uh, Falcons beat the 49ers. The Jets beat the Packers. Bengals beat the New Orleans Saints. The Giants... Beat the Baltimore Ravens 24-20. Give, drop a bomb for the New York Giants. Drop another bomb. One more bomb. <laughs> One more bomb. Five bombs. Six bombs. I don't seven even, bombs. I mean, then a Bloody Mary. You, you, you should do that for your team. Why not? You don't, you don't know what time the season going to end? You might as well celebrate Tim being 5-1. and one. By the way... There are only uh, there are only four teams in the NFC with winning records. Only four. 
And there are three of them are in the NFC East. That's correct. The Eagles, the Giants, the Dallas Cowboys, and then the Minnesota Vikings have a winning record in the NFC. Yeah, the Vikings beat the Dolphins, Colts beat the Jaguars, Patriots beat the Browns, Pittsburgh beat the Bucks, and tonight the uh, Yankees will be taking on uh, what did what did they call themselves? The Guardians. The Guardians is their new name. And what else we got, Yeezy? All right. Well, the winning Florida Mega Millions ticket was sold in Fort Myers. So we don't know who has that ticket yet. But ticket holders in California and Florida matched all six numbers on Friday night. So that is a $494 million jackpot. That's the 11th largest in the game's history. Oh, congratulations to whoever mm-hmm. won. Mm-hmm. I definitely play. But I always play Mega Millions and Powerball. I play even when it's just $20 million. All right, now climate activists were throwing soup on a Vincent Van Gogh painting, and that was to protest oil. So this was Sunflower's painting, and this happened on Friday. Members of Just Stop Oil, they were wearing T-shirts with the name of the group on there. They poured two cans of tomato soup over that painting that was at the National Gallery in London. Now, the painting was protected by glass, so apparently they're saying it did not suffer any damage, just minimal damage to the actual glass that was covering the painting. The uh, group of activists separately earlier in the year glued their hands to another um, painting. So how does vandalism equate to a protest? How, how does damaging a painting equate to a protest of oil? As people talk about it. <laughs> like, they give us the reason why. The news reports that we did. It makes no sense. So you go damage a Van Gogh but not even to protest it. oil. Yeah, you didn't even damage put, it. They put things all over it now because they're aware. And they, know, they understand that people are going to do this. What does one have to do with the other, though? Nothing. Now, they posted, what is worth more, art or life? Is it worth more than food, worth more than justice? Are you more concerned about the protection of a painting or the protection of our planet and people? The cost of living crisis is part of the cost of oil crisis. Fuel is unaffordable to millions of cold, hungry families. They can't even afford to heat a tin of soup. Still don't understand why you decided to go vandalize a Van Gogh, okay, in protest of oil. I don't understand the correlation. Well, teens are also pouring out milk in grocery stores, and that's a new trend they're doing to raise awareness about dairy production emissions. So they're saying that teens, and you can see this on social media, the dairy industry is incredibly environmentally destructive. The world's top five meat and dairy corporations are now responsible for more GHG emissions than Exxon, Shell, or BP. That's a protest that makes sense. They said we need a plant-based future now. That's a protest that makes sense. Yes, pour all the dairy milk out. I'm lactose intolerant. I could care less, okay? I drink oat milk and almond milk. Get rid of all the 2%, everything that makes me poo. Pour it out. All right, now a Manhattan congressional candidate, Mike Itkiss, released a sex tape. This was on Pornhub, and that is to demonstrate his commitment to his sex-positive approach. He's a 53-year-old cybersecurity expert. He's an independent candidate running in New York's 12th district, and he has focused his campaign on legalizing sex work, ending adultery laws, and defining consent. So he released a 30-minute porn video to prove that sex positivity is one of his keystone issues. The video is called Bucket List Bonanza. And he's with a porn star named Nicole Sage. And this is the first time he has had sex on camera. Uh, He confirmed that. So he said, if I would just talk about it, it wouldn't demonstrate my commitment to the issue. And the fact I actually did it was a huge learning experience, and it actually influenced items on my platform. I'm very much an introvert. I'm kind of a nerd who doesn't like to be the center of attention if I can avoid it. But I thought the issues I'm trying to address are so important, I wanted to have my issues talked about in some way. Hey, man, I respect it. Very culturally relevant, uh, very of the times. You have to meet people where they are. uh, And a lot of people are on Pornhub. (laughs) All right. Well, let's see if they vote for him. 
All right, and that is your front page news. All right, when we come back, Little Baby stopped through on Friday. Of course, his album came out this weekend. We chopped it up with him. We put the interview out on Friday because it was just so relevant to what was going on, especially with his album coming out. But we're going to get it back on if you haven't seen it. Little Baby, it's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Hit Power 105.1. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We got a special guest in the building. Yes, indeed. His album is out right now. Lil Baby, welcome back, brother. What's up? What's up? How y'all doing? How you feeling this morning, man? Good, good. We was just saying, it's the most press we ever seen Lil Baby do ever in yeah. life. You came a long <laughs> way from never talking. From never like, wanting to do like, interviews. tell me about it. Doing gracious. interviews with everybody. It's hard to get me doing now. What's you the hardest more though? Yeah, what's the hardest part about them now? <laughs> I still just don't like interviews. Mm-hmm. But now I like talking more because when I watch the interviews, I'm like, damn, I wish I would have said that. I wish I would have. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If I am going to do an interview, I'm going to try to say a little more. All right, wait, wait. And you got a lot going on. I think even just as far as in the world of activism, like we talk about you in that space a lot too. And I think originally you might not have thought about yourself like that, but you can see that you are somebody who is really active in the community. I saw you talking about um, bringing arts to the schools with Jimmy Iovine and Dr. Dre. Of course, the bigger picture was a huge deal when you put that song out for people to feel like they could relate to you and other positive things that you've been doing. Is that something that you felt like was something you wanted to do or was that just kind of came about without you even thinking about it? Uh, it's something that actually been on my mind the whole time. I mean, like, from the beginning, I always knew like this is what I wanted to do or not even mm-hmm. what I wanted to do, what I've been doing. Before I was a rapper, before I even made it to where I'm at, I always like try to take care of my community and stuff. But then as I get bigger, as how I much got you said? Bigger, huh? How much you said? I said take care of my community. Oh no, I thought you said you made two hundred million. I wish. <laughs> That's what I thought you said. What? I, wow. I thought he said before he made two hundred million. I didn't hear that either. That's what I thought. Like, what? Man. He turned into a bird right away. Two hundred. Can I get hold of something? <laughs> but go ahead. So you said you've always wanted to take care of. So I always wanted to like take care of my community and stuff like that. So now I'm in a position and I can like help take care of the world. I'm with it. You you ever really understand the influence you have with these kids? Like you know. Where you from, of course, your neighborhood, you're a huge influence because they see somebody who made it. Right. But then when you travel this world and this country and even overseas, how much these kids really follow you and love you and th- th- does that ever hit you? Yeah, definitely hit me a lot. And do you feel like you have to live up to a certain way of living because you got these kids following you? All the time. I try not to say certain stuff. I try not to post certain stuff. But like I know for a fact. And not even just all the other kids because I think about them, but my kids, like, they do everything I do, so I had to like be on it. So that helped me for like the other kids too. I, like, Why I'm um, like, 23 songs too? That's a lot, and I know it's been a while. People have been waiting for the album. That's but... the reason I put out a lot because I ain't been out. So just say I I plan on dropping again, like nine, ten months, something. Mm-hmm. I won't have 23 songs. It'd be like shorter songs. But yeah. since I ain't dropping like almost three years, I just like. F- but why was it so long? Was it because those other records were still ringing and still top 20 records? Well, well, I think because COVID kind of like. I dropped my last album like right before COVID, so that was like a year that I wasn't gonna drop none or even a year and a half. And just like coming out of COVID, trying to get myself together, get back to working, stuff like that. How did they convince you to do a documentary, man? Cause you seem like you're very, you're private. Yeah, how how did they convince hard. you to do yeah, a doc? Yeah. It really wasn't right, honestly. What you mean? They had a cameraman in Atlanta for like four or five months. I only let him come with me like two or three times. <laughs> you do know you're a rapper now. You know, you, you, 
Like, you, like yeah, you I can get see it. what you're doing. I, I get it, like, but the way still, baby moves, just... he baby moves like he don't <laughs> with nobody. He's like, you're a rapper, you're a superstar. He was like, who this dude is keep following us with this yeah, camera, like man? white boy. Oh, Lord. Yeah, he was young, too. Yeah. He was just still, you know. I might be on the phone talking to somebody. I don't know. It's just my personal space. You had to be in a house, at my real house. Yeah. All right, with me and my children, stuff like that. But now that I look at a documentary, I kind of wish I would have let him come with me a little more, because... <laughs> you know, you're a star in the streets. you like, this, sure. this is your career, this is your life. Sure. You know, yeah. you got to be like street stuff, though. Like, ain't like I want around, because we might do something. It's just, I just ain't comfortable with just... Yeah, I feel you. Record me. Yeah. yeah. Did but you know what he was there for? Did yeah, they I mean, yeah. Okay, okay. okay. Yeah, he's there for yeah. but, it was, but it was like natural, so it's like, you just record all day. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Or, Whenever you pick the phone up, I ain't really f***ing that. Who's the one person you haven't worked with that you would love to to get in the studio with and, and, and go back and forth with? Andre 3000. Really? Three stacks. Have you reached out to them or? Yeah, I actually, he could have been on the album for sure. He's he like, sent him the song, like, the one I, but I didn't feel like I had the one for him. I really wanted to, like, get in there with him versus, like, sending him the song. He was an outcast fan, of course, growing up. No, nah, not really. Really? I'm, like, too young for that. But, so I mean, of course, uh, of course. Like, I'm a fan of Andre 3000. I'm saying once I got like older and I went to like the back store and stuff. But growing up, I knew they like big songs. I went like, had to get an album on that. I just love Andre 3000, sweat. I, I love how in the doc too, you showed how um, not getting the nomination for, for my turn for the Grammy impacted you. But what did you do creatively around that time after that? Like I know you did the, the performance, but how did that affect how you approached this album? Uh, it did. I don't really think about stuff like that, mm -hmm. honestly. I ain't never gonna be like, I gotta get me a Grammy out of this. Like, uh, I don't think I'm ever gonna be like that. What is important to you when you put together a project? That it do well. Also, that it do well for a long period of time. Like, that's what matters to me. Like, I wanted to stick. That's all I really care about. I don't really care about first week numbers, like, all that type of stuff. I wanted to stick. Mm -hmm. You know, you know you're at the point now where you've been winning so much, they're waiting on you to fail. Yeah, well, I see that yeah, too. It's lot. like no matter what you put Damn. out, they're gonna be like, it ain't good yeah, enough. Yeah, but that comes with the territory. You I, know that. I guess so. How do you handle that when you see when you see things people saying like, oh, I don't like I don't like that record. Uh, oh, baby, could have came hard enough. Probably the same way. Everybody not gonna not like it. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, right. Everybody entirely own opinion. With everything that's going on in the, in the world, right? Do you move differently? The reason I ask is, you know, when I talk to other DJs, whether it's in other cities and other markets. They'd be like, nah, little baby was here. I, I, I was talking to somebody in LA. They was like, nah, little baby came to the club by himself. It was just him and Good look outside. Uh, no, now. <laughs> but, 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 do you, but do you move differently now because of what's going on in the world and recession and, and you know what's happening with everybody? Or what's, what's your mind frame with that? All the way, honestly, I be by myself. It's, you, you would think I be like, I know I'm going somewhere. I'm with a lot of people. But when I just go somewhere on my leisure, most of the time by myself. And like, I hate security. But P, he makes sure I have security. Yes, P is right. P is absolutely <laughs> right. And you shouldn't be sliding by yourself nowhere neither. Why? Because, man, he's my crazy out here. Huh? Story I heard about LA, they said Lil Baby's crazy. Lil Baby's comfortable. They said, don't worry, I'm good. I ain't saying nothing can't happen to me. I don't, yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. think I'm saying like so like. But I'm saying like, man, I want to live my life. You worth something though. You know, E40 told me one time, he said, man, when you worth something, you got to protect it. You got to protect it, but yeah. I ain't going to just be at... Nowhere lollygagging. Mm -hmm. You feel me? Like, I'm handling my bed and do what I gotta do and get on. You feel me? Sometimes a lot of people be a headache. Should be stressful. Sometimes I just wanna put my hoodie on. Then sometimes I could come in the room with all y'all in here and y'all wanna know I'm here. I don't gotta be loud. I could be by myself. Like, I might not even got on no drill. 
We seen video. I seen the video. You sliding to the store by yourself one time. I wasn't by myself. Oh, you wasn't by. Oh, you wasn't by yourself in that nah. video. Nah. Oh, okay. Actually, somebody was in the car. Somebody oh, got you, got you, got you. Where, where, where? I was walking out, but I did go in the store by myself though. All right, all right. All right we got more with little baby. When we come back, don't move. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We're still kicking it with Lil Baby. Now, we we seen your interview with, with Looney. Shout out to Looney. Salute to Looney. I think in the interview you said now you're, you're into uh, skinny girls. Right. What made you start liking skinny girls? I don't know. At first, I just what? had like a preface. I just like... I like thick girls at first. See, he always say he like thick girls. Now, I just like... I don't know. I think I'm on my little supermodel phase. So all your thick girls got into your DMs and started texting you like, "fuck you." Nah, I ain't say I don't like thick girls no more. Yeah, <laughs> I, I like slim girls now you too. Can do either. Yeah, I can do either. You got a couple records for the ladies on this um on this project. For sure. What's the joint called? Uh, uh, forever. Yeah, forever. 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 Yeah, yeah. Feature yeah. Friday. Yeah, was, the, who, Friday. Who was, the, was that to somebody ain't in no particular? Too. We kind of f***ed up on it. I already had a song named Forever. We ain't catch that. The last project. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, ain't. Different type of record, though. Yeah, but we had the same song. When the street, <laughs> when the street, the name keep popping. <laughs> Change it to somebody. the girl's name that you wrote it about. You can tell. I ain't, I ain't right about a girl. You was it sound like you were talking about a girl on that record. Maybe several girls. All right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody particular. Nobody particular. It's just, I, when I rap, I kind of speak in general. Mm-hmm. I try to say stuff that could go to, like, anybody's situation. It only really got to be my situation, but it could be something that I went through that I know everybody go through. You think you could love more than one girl at a time? Probably Be careful not. how you answer this. Probably not. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can have love for everybody. But in love, I don't think I could be in love with two people at one time. I think on one of the lyrics, she said something days, like, man. I... Nope. <laughs> remember those days you used to tell girls, I, like, I got days. love for you. Like, you love me? I got love for you. No, nope, it's a blur. <laughs> <laughs> but it's a blur. You, you could be with a woman who was with other men, too. Like you said, we could, we could share her or whatever. Right. That's fine with you because you're not ready to settle down. Right. So you don't expect somebody to be committed to you if you're not committed to them. Exactly. All right, that's open-minded. Some people feel like they don't. I'm with you. I don't want you to be with anybody else. Did you used to be like that? I ain't on that. That'll be selfish of me. You ever had a guy hit you up about um, you messing with this girl I'm messing with and try to confront you? Mm-hmm. How do you handle something like that? But what's the conversation like? I know. <laughs> hey, 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 Mr. Little Baby, can you please stop knocking down my my girl? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you done had those you done had him like that be wild how do you Damn. reply how do you reply <laughs> give me one more time next week no snitching I'll send it back home soon how do you reply December December you get it back in December is this a lease is this a, a year lease <laughs> I don't know nah. <laughs> see no snitching I feel like he wouldn't tell like he's you know I, know, man. I feel like you gotta have those conversations especially when you're dealing with two brothers with money right cause you might be doing stuff for her financially right. and he might be doing it ain't no need for y'all to bump heads like that right that ain't my business plus everybody don't get a Birkin right hell no. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> why you say so why you say hell no like that you, you be must have asked you a couple times somebody must have asked you for a Birkin you was like hell no nah, I, don't, I, I really don't need to come off like asking me for a Birkin really? I don't talk so it's kind of hard to like ask me for something you know? <laughs> what you mean you don't talk <laughs> <laughs> I don't talk <laughs> Relationship, you gotta speak. We kick it, but we don't, we, don't, we don't do too much talking. Yeah. Do you talk in bed? Nah, I'm like a little awkward. <laughs> That's what <laughs> I heard. Sex quietly. Yeah, I don't say too much. I'm focused. 
Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to talk. You don't even say you give her a warning. Oh, like, I'm no. about to. Nothing, nothing you can do. Oh, man. Do you at least tell her you call the Uber? I ain't never called a girl Uber. I don't got Uber and stuff. Like, she need to have that stuff set up. She got to get her own car service? <laughs> yeah, I ain't. I ain't. You got about a hundred cars, baby. I know you can get somebody to drive it home. He probably don't want to put the address. I mean, I can do. I do all that type of stuff. Okay, I just okay. saying Uber. I ain't Uber. You don't I got my driver that side. I tell my driver to take us somewhere. I just don't don't use Uber and stuff. Right. Uh, I get it because then you got to put your address and then they know where you're at much. and mm-hmm. then they see where you're getting somebody dropped or, off. Or I will get somebody to send you. Uber. All right, 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 right. We see you had a, a couple of shots of academics on the album. There's only. Two. One shot. I thought it was on two songs. I thought it was a song with Future. One shot. Ain't on the Turning Point record, right? Academic niggas that they can't get touched. Meaning somebody who be on the computer all day. Got you, got you, got you. Be, it wasn't really trolling. It wasn't at him. Saying he him. him as an example. Yeah. But I seen another interview. He like rappers broke. They leased their car. You said you said Ac- you ain't got more money than me. Stop man, man. Come on. I never thought about that. I never never in my mind did I even think to compare y'all financially. He That's do all saying. the time though. Oh, okay. Not with you. I don't think you talk about you. Me. That's what I'm saying. Why you say me? That's all. Oh, you said your name. Yeah. Right. Like all their cars leased. They owe they label this. They he even had like a breakdown. My son. See, this is what pissed me off when my son showed me something. Yeah. <laughs> my son showed me something. He like that. Like what? So your son, your son asked him, Daddy, Daddy, he got more money than us. Man, he asked you that, or he said it to you? He, I, he was just like, pull it up and show me everything. Be saying or whatever. I seen the titles for about forty of your cars now. Uh, I, I don't got. I never had a car loan. You know, he he doesn't rap his car. You know, how people rap the cars. You know, when you want to rap the cars, and that's the difference. People don't know. He paints fifty thousand dollar car job, like screen paint. Like, man, is that smart though? It's his. He does what he want to do with it. But I'm saying no, they, the cars already depreciate with value, right? His cars, they, my cars, they, they, they like they like go up or even if they did depreciate, they like collectible. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. yeah. Don't really matter, but they don't depreciate for the most part of the cars I buy. Did a lot you, of people think rappers are broke because a lot of rappers are broke. Some are, baby. Know. You are blessed. I think the majority <laughs> of, of artists. Ask people. I've been giving people the um like benefit of the doubt, like. I don't underestimate people. I try to like overestimate people. But it's just something about rappers. People got like a little. Because rappers front the most, right? They floss the most. Like they talk right. about having the most. And you there's know what an I mean? image that people feel like they have That's to right. live up to. Right. I you just know. like that you call yourself a rapper. Because you got a lot of people that are like, I ain't no rapper. I'm a hustler. I'm, I'm a rapper. For sure. All the way. Artist. That's right. <laughs> artist. That's it. Yeah, artist and businessman. That's right. That's it. That's right. Now you said you get your advice from Mike Rubin. Right. And what advice has Mike Rubin given you that's helped you uh, increase your empire? He gave me a lot of advice, honestly, in a short period of time. Like, main advice would be like, it'd be something simple about business that just, we don't know, because we ain't into business. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? It could be like something real simple, like, you do a 1090 exchange, like, mm-hmm. you get money, you can clarify, clarify where you're going to get the money, and you can tell them what you're going to buy. And you could go on and buy it and then know how to pay taxes on it until you sell. You can hold it for 40 years before you sell. Like, simple stuff, but mm-hmm. definitely I got a lot of advice from my room. On this album, you talk about uh, having dinner with Chris Jenner and somebody else. I Corey forgot. Gamble. Corey Gamble. Yeah. Corey, my main man. I just f*** with Corey. What's, the, what's them conversations like? Me and Corey, we just kicking on some, like, cool Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just said Miss Jenner just because. That's his girl or whatever. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How, y'all connect, how you connect with them kind of people? It's crazy because the people who I connect with, we really be on some like real shit. Mm-hmm. Like, it's the people who, can, who you can have a, like a cordial conversation with and it don't be weird. 
You can just like feel like, damn, you like me. You feel? Sorry. Same like that. All right, we got more with Lil Baby. When we come back, don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We're still kicking it with Lil Baby. Charlemagne? I love on the doc, you know, it shows the relationship of, of how, you know, P and, and, and Thug, you know, really, really believed in you in a, in a real way. I think that was one of the most important takeaways from the doc. Like, if you believe in somebody, like, really pour into them. Right. So, so, so with that said, you know, being that Thug's not here right now, how did that, how's that impact you? It definitely impact me. Like, you know, Thug, Thug, my personal friend. Mm-hmm. So it's like one of my friends being in those type situations, then like Gunner. You know what I'm saying? That's mm-hmm. like my personal friend, mm-hmm. Gunner. We like going talk more than me and Slime, probably. Mm-hmm. Me and Thug, probably. So that kind of definitely put me in a little, I don't even know how to explain the feeling, honestly. Like a little uneasy feeling. And one of the guys go to jail or something, I feel a certain type of way. But like with them, it's like you hear them everywhere. You see their pictures. Yeah. Everywhere. So it's like a reminder. Like, so it's kind of different. You feel like it's an, an attack on the industry, especially with the artists. Like, you know, we've seen recently that. I don't, I don't think it's got nothing to do with the industry. It's yeah. like Atlanta. Well, so I mean, in Atlanta, you feel like they're attacking artists in Atlanta. Because like you look at Gunner, it said there was no, nothing violent in his case. And they still did not. No evidence. Yeah, it's three weird. Times, which seems wild. Like in any other case, they would have let him go immediately. So Easy. does it feel like it's an attack on rappers in Atlanta? For sure. And you think that's due to what? Because, I mean, it's... It's due to the, like... Y'all got out. Y'all making it. Rise so. of violence. But they don't, what they don't understand is people like Gunner and Thug work more, not in jail. That's right. To, like... And you. Stop yeah. the violence. Yeah. That don't make sense. Because y'all providing opportunity and, and... Not even providing opportunity. You just got a voice. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like if, you, if y'all wanted to be, like, on something and, like, imprisonate somebody or something, I just make them do what you want them to do. Mm-hmm. Versus meaning like, all right, y'all gotta go to hunting schools or y'all gotta do this or y'all gotta like make them do something that actually can change or better the community if y'all felt like somebody was doing something wrong or whatever the case may be. Mm-hmm. Versus like putting you in jail. I saw Thug say if you don't if you don't drop this album Friday, y'all ain't brothers. Yeah, he just bored. That <laughs> <laughs> it was a rumor <laughs> that you paid sixteen thousand right. dollars to sleep with a porn star. Yeah, that is so untrue. <laughs> So untrue. I never paid nobody sixteen thousand dollars to do nothing. <laughs> Where did that come from? You take the porn, the porn star. Oh, the f- said it. Yeah, you ain't like, did no tricking. Yeah, not sixteen thousand. <laughs> <laughs> ain't no sucker. <laughs> no sucker what's, the mo- what's the most you done paid? Like you ain't paid no cash. And by the way, it's indirect too. Yeah, you buy the bag, you buy the oh flight, gosh. take them shopping. Yeah, that's still even sixteen thousand. That's a lot. I, I ain't doing that. I ain't just sign you out, taking you shopping. I, I, ain't, I ain't one of them type guys. Yeah. <laughs> I pay you to leave. <laughs> <laughs> well, that is what they say about hiring. <laughs> That's what you're paying for. Paying to leave. What's the most you ever paid somebody to leave, baby? Couple thousand. Couple thousand. <laughs> depending, on, depending on where I got to go. How, 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 how quick I need you to leave. Yeah? <laughs> it depends on the price, yeah? <laughs> oh man! We saw that video of you paying um, accidentally. I guess you got charged two hundred and fifty thousand right. instead of twenty five thousand. People were like, "Damn, he got it!" Because he was like, "People it's are okay. so crazy." Like, who would like? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I just let the jeweler just keep two hundred twenty five thousand. Like, <laughs> I knew he was joking. He knew I was joking. You know what I mean? He like, baby, you. I knew you were joking. I ain't gonna front. I'm like, that's. They were like, I need my money back right now. We're not leaving here to my money right now. No, I, I thought here. you had a store ain't credit. Ain't no here. He made a mistake. Yeah. Man. What's your process like in the studio? 
do you write to the beat and then um or do you get like an idea first right at home bring it to the studio how do you work best with people around you i actually i don't like people in the studio with me it's people who hang with me every day they never seen me rap before mm-hmm. and i just listen to beats the beat give me the vibe when i if i hear the beat that i like and i just rap to it like i don't write in there i feel like punching is that because early on that's how you learned how to rap probably so yeah. it's probably just how i used to rap because yeah. i used to only go to the studio like one o'clock in the morning to like eight o'clock in the morning something mm-hmm. like that. so everybody usually sleep and stuff so, so now I, I go to the studio at one and everybody else be there at one you know like everybody hang out at the studio and stuff. Mm-hmm. so but i'll go to sleep and then i wake up at like four or five when everybody gone and just rap that's what i remember when escg was up here you see when they did that record they said that they all did their verse and you were sleeping? I was sleeping. When I woke up, everybody was gone. I heard the song. I'm getting on it. Yeah, that's what they say. It made me a verse. Mm-hmm. Yeah, CG on this album with the back and forth record. Yeah. Detroit rappers are some of your favorite people to collaborate with, it seemed like. Yeah, CG from Kentucky, though. Mm-hmm. Oh, you from Kentucky? Yeah. Oh, I don't know why he thought he was from Oh, Doug from Detroit. Poor Doug from Detroit. Yeah, all your there. friends ain't around right now. Yeah. yeah. Doug, Doug, get out of the day, though. Doug no, for real? Yeah, Doug, get out of the day. Ain't nobody knew that. Yeah, I told you. <laughs> <laughs> Why nobody announced that release date? <laughs> he, he probably got other stuff going on too, though. But, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, his situation will get a little better. I think he got a house. Like, yeah, like, nah, like a halfway house. Halfway house? Halfway yeah, house, yeah, yeah. Like do you, so, do you, do you stay in contact with them? Like him, Thug, the all? Yeah. I know how this shit get. Any money help. Like, you can just need shit, you know? So I try to, like, hit them up every now and then, make sure they don't need none or something. You ever feel any guilt just because you out here? Like, you know, you see your yeah, man? Nah. Okay. Guilt for what? No, I'm just saying when some of your man called you from jail and you, damn, I'm having such a good guilt? time. Guilt ain't the right word. It's probably not the right word. Not guilt. Full of feeling. Nah, because I get it. When they call like, what you doing? You know what we doing. We turn the f*** up. <laughs> 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 I, ain't, I ain't even going to shit coat it. I ain't gonna, you know what we doing? Yeah. We grown as hell. Yeah. We ain't like kids. And it's, it's not shit. like they going to be in there forever. They coming yeah. home. Yeah. yeah. I saw you with uh, Stacey Abrams, too. Right. Do you feel like since you come from that environment that needs that kind of assistance, you know how to have those conversations with politicians in, in ways that they probably don't get that, from other people? That's why I feel like I, I come in as like a bridge from the hood to like on the politician level. Mm-hmm. So like I don't want to be a politician or even get into politics, but I know that I understand the hood and then I can understand what they saying in politics because we don't know nothing about that. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? We as the minority. Ain't nobody explain politics. Nobody explain how this work. Nobody don't really know that. Like, if everybody in the community wants something to happen, it can happen. You mm-hmm. feel me? Like, we got control of that. But nobody don't know that for real. Mm-hmm. Like, long story short is, I'm gonna help them figure it out. When you talking to people like Stacey, you know, if she becomes governor, like, what would you? What, what resources would you tell her? Like, this is what we need in order to make our communities better. I'm all for the kids. I feel like the kids control the community because the older people gonna die and the older. And the kids gonna be older. He's just gonna, you know. Mm-hmm. Do you vote? Definitely. Okay. Now that's important. And that's what I'm more on too. I'm not even more on so like trying to get into politics to say I'm with him or I'm with her or I just want people to vote to know that if you do vote, it can make a difference. Mm-hmm. You feel me? If we could come together and we all could, could vote, we really can make a change. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, well, yeah, we ain't gonna hold you much longer because we know you don't want to be here. But <laughs> I do have one more question. How do you control your gambling? I always hear you rap about gambling. You see the documentary. We know you was a big gambler. Most people get more money and gamble more. How do you control your gambling habit? Well, I used to be like a street gambler. So I ain't in the street no more. So I don't even got nobody to gamble. But now I gamble at a casino. Mm. 
Yeah, that's like way worse than street gambling. Mm-hmm. But I don't. I haven't woke up one day and like I'm going to the casino. If I'm there, nah, I gamble. But mm-hmm. like I'm really over that stage in my life. Are you good at walking away when you're up, or do you feel I like? I just learned how to do it right now. That's how I've been winning. Yo, and this new album, you talk about losing, but then getting it back the same night. Like I didn't been down a million dollars, then got all my money back. What is in the street or at the casino? Casino. Oh, okay. I, I, we had we had million dollar dice game before on the street though. I ain't never went down me in the street. I done went down in the street like two hundred thousand down to a thousand, and then got my two hundred back one night. Mm-hmm. Sure. Well, you always gamble with that. Always lose. That it's just a lick every time you see him. Mm, I ain't gonna put him out there like. That. <laughs> 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 he rubbing his hands though. Need them. <laughs> yeah, it's a few of them though. It's a few of them around here now for is sure. Few of them. YK, YK is one of. Is he one of? Them? Y- YK for sure. One of. He don't got no. He, 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 he ain't no gambler for real. Like. I need somebody who's going, I can't lose five, ten thousand. I don't want that. I'm trying to f you up. Yeah, I'm trying. <laughs> so when you do it, yeah, and yeah, then you man. talk to them to the point where they want to cry. For sure, for sure. So they want to <laughs> fight, shoot, whatever. <laughs> that's the, that's my goal. What's the most somebody done hurt you for? Probably one time. I, I lost like 500 bands in like two days. To the same person or just in? Couple people. Yeah. Like in the house. That was and a I, bad weekend. Yeah, I got signed the next day. You got signed the next day. <laughs> hey, I gotta go get a record deal. I done lost all this goddamn money. <laughs> Took the record deal. Like, they don't go and sign this. Shit. <laughs> now, who, who, do you, who do you prefer to gamble against, Drake or, or me? Because they both seem like they gamblers. Me and Meek then kind of built a, a personal relationship without telling y'all, like, I don't gamble with my friends. But mm-hmm. Meek used to try to run up on this shit. You mm-hmm. know? But, but Drake, he, he, he won't. I want to gamble with me like Drake. I ain't saying they be scared of me, but like. <laughs> but they be scared. They be of me. hearing stories and shit. They ain't like. That. Well, let's get into a joint off the album. What you want here? What you want to play, man? I want to hear um, Never never Hating with, with Thug. thug? Okay. We'll play that one. Never right. Hating. All right, well, we'll get into Little that Little baby, next. it's only me out right now. Album's out right now, and I always want to say thank you, because every time I do a car show, whatever I need, thank you, you open up the doors, and, and, and you allow me to borrow your, and use your car, so I appreciate that. I just want to thank you for coming doing interviews, because I know it's going to be a point in your career where you ain't doing no interviews. I appreciate you interviews. too on uh, documentary, too. Appreciate it. Oh, I'm absolutely, definitely. absolutely. I know it's going to be a point where you ain't doing no more interviews no more. Yep, you're getting closer and closer. <laughs> <laughs> I told him that yesterday. You told him that yesterday? <laughs> yeah. My goodness. It's little baby. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. We're welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It's called Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano. It's an insider's look at the NBA and the coaches surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick in the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall, will give us his unique perspective on the hottest topics in the league and tell the best behind-the-scenes stories from his time in the NBA. CJ will be bringing his A-list comedian buddies to keep it light and fire off some hoop takes. Plus, John will be inviting current and former NBA players, friends, and teammates to join the show as well to give their unfiltered accounts of what really goes on in the league from a player's perspective. So check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. If you're looking for the most epic place on Earth, let's start at the base of a massive waterfall. Then trek through the thick jungle. Then climb to the peak of a snowy mountaintop. Then once you get there, keep going. Because with intelligent 4x4 and 7 drive modes and a Nissan Pathfinder, the search is the real adventure. Available feature. Intelligent 4x4 cannot prevent collisions or provide enhanced traction in all conditions. Always monitor traffic and weather conditions.
State Farm Insurance gets it. Representation alone doesn't equate to authenticity. State Farm understands and wants to help protect our communities by investing in our future, building off the hard work our parents have done before us. We all are looking to create generational wealth so that our families and generations behind us have a better starting point than we did. That begins with financial literacy. State Farm helps fund programs like Project Ready, a National Urban League program committed to the educational achievement of black and brown youth. To date, participants have been awarded over $11 million in scholarships offers as a direct result of contributions from State Farm. At Eating Walbroke, we hear inspiring rags to riches stories on each episode from our guests, but with State Farm, you can begin to write your own success story. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities and have a long-lasting impact. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's time, time, time. She's spilling the tea. This is The Rumor Report with Angela Yee. Oh. On the Breakfast Club. Well, congratulations to Toya Rice. She got married on Saturday to her fiance, Robert Rushing. Nice. Congratulations to her. Probably she a cool posted, bronze for Toya and uh, Robert. Robert, you said? Robert, yes. Robert. Introducing Mr. and Mrs. Rushing. And then she also captioned, finally got my fairy tale ending. So congratulations to the two of them. All right, now let's talk about YK Osiris. Everyone is saying, please check on him and offering their prayers. Seems like he's going through something right now. He went on social media and said that celebrities aren't really messing with him. Y'all keep using that Drake shit, huh? Drake don't fuck with me either. Me and Drake don't. Me, me and the baby don't talk. Nobody in the fucks with Osiris. Nobody. So don't keep using that shit with me. Like, you can't keep using that. Like, stop. Like, we don't, like, we don't talk. The baby don't fuck with me no more. Drake don't fuck with me no more. Nobody with Osiris, so why the fuck I keep living? Like, I should tell y'all, 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 y'all not get it. Like, so you tell me why should I keep living? I don't, I don't get it. Like, why y'all saying like y'all, y'all would tell me all type. Of, I'm giving y'all explanation. Man, I don't know what he's going through. So he was saying because they don't speak to him, why I keep living? I am not sure exactly what he's going through. Oh, I didn't know he thought he was talking about living, living. I thought he meant like. The lifestyle he was living, like, like why he's still balling and prospering. I didn't realize he was talking about his actual life. Like, well, let's skip down where he actually, yeah. I mean, it feels like you know he needs somebody to talk to. Listen to this. But like, I want to die. Like, I want to kill myself. Oh. I want to like leave this earth. But Satan telling me, I'm in L.A. I got. If you want to come get me, come get me. I'm in L.A. I'm going to Beverly Hills Center. That's where I'm going at. So if you want to come rob me. 
going to Beverly Hills Center. I don't have no friends. Y'all see who I'm with? Nobody. I'm nobody. Nobody nearest me. Nobody around me. Nobody is like near me. Oh, why KO Cyrus? That's so sad. I don't know what's happening. Hey, somebody put their arm around the young brother, man. Nice guy right there, man. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, and, and I wonder when, you know, people get on live and do they do things like that. Clearly, it's a cry for help. Clearly, he wants somebody to reach out. So reach out to the brother. Yeah, he yeah. shouldn't care about friendships in the industry when he has kids and, and real family, right? Well, clearly, and you know, I don't know what's happening in his life that's making him say these things. And sometimes it is hard. You feel like these people really your friends. You're hanging out. We've seen that. And then maybe, you know, you realize it's not really like that. It's not an easy place to be. So uh, sending love and, and positive energy to YK Osiris. All right, now the daughter of one of Jeffrey Dahmer's victims is saying that she hasn't been able to sleep since the Netflix series came out. Tatiana Banks is the daughter of Errol Lindsay, a 19-year-old man who was murdered by Jeffrey Dahmer. She said that show has opened up some old wounds and it's too disturbing to watch. She's been having nightmares for weeks. Uh, She apparently also doesn't like the fact that all this stuff is happening on social media with people talking about it. She learned what happened to her father in bits and pieces over time through family members and the media. She grew up in Milwaukee and it was hard to avoid those stories about Jeffrey Dahmer. She said, when I was young, I was told that he was killed by a Milwaukee serial killer. She was about four or five when her mother first told her about her father's death. And she remembered reading a newspaper article about the murders when she was around 11 or 12. She started looking online for more information, which prompted her to ask her mom more questions about what happened. She said, I still think about it to this day. And now because of the move, the series Monster, the Jeffrey Dahmer story, it's bringing all of these things back. And that's such a tricky thing, right? Because it's such a... It's such an unrealistic story when you hear it, but, you know, they've turned this uh, real story into a movie. But when you're if you, you're watching mm-hmm. it, it feels unrealistic. It feels like fiction, but no, this is real life. Right. Like, now, this she, actually happened. She did watch one episode of the series, and it's the one that depicts her aunt's victim's impact statement in court. She said, it was heartbreaking to watch. I wish that I could be there to take her pain away. And then she couldn't watch any more of the show. It was too disturbing but because of all this renewed interest in Jeffrey Dahmer, mm. she said, honestly, ever since that show's been on, I haven't been able to sleep. And then think about, you know, it's going to get even worse because he's going to be a very popular Halloween costume. So think about oh, how yeah. triggering that is, you know, to the, all over fa- the, the family of the victims. Yeah, all over the stores. Think about that before you do things like, you know, decide to be Jeffrey Dahmer for Halloween people. I- I've, been Hollywood, I've been Halloween shopping for all the kids and I- you see it all over every Halloween store. What the glasses, act- the clothes, the No, shirt. they selling it actual costumes? Mm-hmm. Wow. Now, she said she's been especially bothered by people online talking about her dad and even victim blaming and critiquing her father's actions. Some even assumed that he was gay and used that as a reason to dismiss what happened to him. But she said she still has a lot of questions and some that may never be answered. Mm, All right. Now, um, Cameron shared a DM that he sent to Nia Long. He was shooting his shot, for sure. He posted, hey, Stink, I was giving you some time to yourself till I reached out. Your perseverance as a strong black woman through this turbulent time has been something to behold. You shouldn't be taken advantage of and exploited as you did nothing to deserve this, especially all over these sports networks. You're bigger and better than that. You're a queen, and by the way, I'm a king. Together we can achieve the greatness we were both destined for as a couple. <laughs> so he felt inspired to reach out, but she has not responded. Yeah. Definitely. Why'd he post the shot, though? She might not have seen it yet. Mm-hmm. That's the whole point. Yeah, I think he was trying to make sure she did see You're it. waiting too long, Neil Long. Neil Long. Neil Long got me waiting too long. Mm. So I got to post it for the world to see. Maybe she'll get back faster once it hits the shade room and then Angelique puts it in the rumor report. We'll see what can happen. 
I'm sure she's going through whatever process she has to go through right now. Mm-hmm. All right, Little Baby was just on, and his first week sales projections, they said that he is expected to do between 185,000 to 210,000 units in the first week. So that's the seventh, or it could be the eighth biggest debut of 2022 so far. Okay. So congratulations to him. Looks like it'll be number one. It'll be his third number one album, too. All right, now 50 Cent has a podcast coming. It's called Surviving El Chapo. He says it'll be the new Narcos. He posted, this is the first time the twins speak. They moved over 130 tons of cocaine and heroin. This story is wild. It's just a different level. This is going to be the new Narcos. 50 and everything, man. Mm-hmm. He's overseas now. I think he's checking in this week, too. Now, the Flores twins will be speaking with 50 and also with Charlie Webster, who is an investigative journalist for the first time, detailing how they moved over $2 billion worth of drugs across North America to becoming government informants. It's an eight-part series, and that'll be on streaming platforms starting Wednesday. All right, I'm Angela Yee, and that is your Rumor Report. All right, Charlemagne, who are you giving that down to? Man, four after the hour, we need these members of a group called Just Stop Oil to come to the front of the congregation. We'd like to have a word with them, please. All right, we'll get to that next. And then Nori, of course, from Drink Chance, will be joining us. He had that interview with Kanye West over the weekend that everybody's discussing. So we'll talk to him after this. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. Our audible pick of the day is I'm Glad My Mom Died by Jeanette McCurdy. It's a funny and heartbreaking story about her relationship with her mother, complicated grief, and stardom. Start listening when you sign up for a free 30-day trial at the home of storytelling. Audible.com slash breakfast club. I was born a donkey. It's the donkey of the day. Yes, donkey today for Monday, October 17th goes to members of a group called Just Stop Oil. Who is Just Stop Oil? They are a bunch of climate protesters and they protect they protest the extraction and use of fossil fuels. Noble cause. Very honorable. It's really amazing to me how God gave us everything we needed to survive and thrive here on this third rock from the sun and we have found a way to mess it up okay we don't we don't we didn't take care of the earth so why should the earth take care of us so i appreciate these organizations like just stop oil i appreciate their attempts to save us from themselves but protests have to make sense and this protest makes absolutely no sense let's go to abc news for the report please Two protesters were arrested for vandalizing a masterpiece by Van Gogh at the National Gallery in London. Climate activists throwing what authorities say appeared to be tomato soup on Van Gogh's famous sunflowers painting, then gluing their hands to the wall. The painting protected by glass, it was not damaged. How in the hell does vandalism of a Van Gogh equate to a protest of the use of fossil fuels? School me, I don't know. How is pouring two cans of tomato soup on a Van Gogh painting a protest the painting was protected by glass so it didn't suffer any damages so what was the point then they decided to glue their hands to the wall just under the van go what is worth more art or life one of the protesters said is it worth more than food worth more than justice the activists yelled adding are you more concerned about the protection of a painting or the protection of our planet and people <laughs> great question i personally care about the protection of our planet and people but I can see a security guard who works there at the National Gallery right now in that moment caring more about the protection of that painting. So you, my friend, are under arrest for vandalism. Okay, the activists said they use soup to show that the cost of living, uh, the cost of living crisis is part of the cost of 
oil crisis. She said fuel is unaffordable to millions of cold, hungry families. And being that fuel is so high, it makes it to where they can't even afford to heat a tin of soup. Hmm. Interesting. Well, instead of wasting that soup, pouring it on pouring it on the Van Gogh, how about donate the soup to those same families you say can't even afford a tin of soup? Huh? Just a thought. Now, this is a thing where a lot of members of the Just Stop Oil team are gluing their hands to frames of famous paintings. And I am here to tell you, it's all a waste of glue. Okay, I know that you think you are bringing attention to this situation, and you are. But not for the right reasons. See, here's the thing. If you want people to care, then you have to damage something a mass majority of people care about. Okay? Van Gogh's. I mean, that's for the bougie and elite of the world. You got to attempt to damage something that a mass amount of people use and care about. Go damage a Chick-fil-A or something. All right? Glue yourself to a counter at Chick-fil-A and keep everyone from getting that number one with cheese. Okay? You, 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 you damage and glue yourself to something that's more than a, uh, that more than a niche group of people care about. Glue yourself to Envy's cheeks. Okay, I'm sure somebody will pay attention then. And I understand that Van Gogh is one of the most valuable paintings in the world and it's worth a lot. But I don't think a mass majority of people care about that level of elitism. Okay, damaging a Van Gogh is more of a protest against capitalism, maybe. I don't know. I just know that the more I talk about this, the more I forget what the hell they were protesting to begin with. And that is the point. Please give the members of the group Just Stop Oil the biggest hee-haw. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I right. think these protests a little... I think I'm through a little bit more. That's all. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, thank you for that donkey today. Mm-hmm. Now, when we come back, Nori will be joining us. Of course, Nori did the interview that everybody's talking about over the weekend with Kanye West. And uh, we're going to talk about that and when we come back. let's be clear. Nori's calling because he feels like he made a mistake. Well, let's okay? talk to him. Nori's calling because he feels bad mm-hmm. about uh, this, this, this conversation. But I'll let him talk about it. All right, it's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We got our family member on the line, friend to the room. <laughs> <laughs> N-O-R-E, Nori, good morning. Good morning, man. You know, I'm up every morning listening to y'all, just so y'all know. Keep, keep my skills sharp. Well, we appreciate you for checking it, it, in. Nori, Nori said he wanted to call in. What, what's the word, Nori? What you, what's the, talk I, to us. I just want to be honest. I'm, I support freedom of speech. I support anybody, you know, not being censored, but I do not support anybody being hurt. I did not realize that the George Floyd statements on my show was so hurtful. And you gotta realize it was the first five minutes of the show. Like when he walked in, he told my producer, he said that if, if he he'll stop filming that he'll walk out. So I didn't want I didn't want a Birdman moment. I didn't want a Birdman moment with y'all, like you know, where Birdman walked out. So I, I wanted the man to speak, but later on, like I actually checked him about George Floyd's comments. I actually checked him about uh the White Lives Matter, but it was so later in the episode and it was so you know, I was already inebriated at that time that maybe people looked over it. Mm-hmm. But I apologize to the George Floyd family. I apologize to anybody that was hurt by Kanye West's comments. Although I do support free speech, I am black, black. And I, I'm with Tamika Mallory. I'm with, I'm with, I'm with Until Freedom. I'm with Python. That's who I am. Revolt didn't want to stand by us. We actually, we actually posted it and then saw that this was the wrong edit took it down and then it got reposted again with those same comments that was there. So it was a, it was a mistake on our behalf, on our team behalf, because we we don't edit nothing. I think Envy done Dream Champs, Charlie, 
Charlemagne has done drink champs, and we literally don't edit nothing. But we will start from here on out because we understand that there's people that's hurt out there. Yeah, so, I yeah, think it's um, not a freedom of speech thing, nor it's more like a misinformation. You it's know? not a misinformation, it's a well, lie. If yeah, it's, it's that was a lie. What, missing, what he said about true. George Floyd was a lie. What Kanye West said about George Floyd dying of fentanyl and lie. not the physical amp- impact of the officer Derek Chauvin was just a bold-faced lie. And, and by the way, guys, this is not think champs. This is drink champs. You know what I'm saying? This is not political champs. This is drink, drink champs. So we, we purposely don't bring up politics. We purposely don't bring up uh, uh, religion because of this. I disagreed with Kanye. I felt like I should have said something a lot earlier. I didn't because I, I didn't want him to walk out. I didn't want to have a Birdman moment. But I just want the people to know that I'm with the people. I'm black, black. Um, you know, so so Nori. You know, people would say that you know we're talking to Nori by from from Drink Champs, of course. He who just released the interview with Kanye. People would say, well, why do the interview at all? Especially with all the hate speech that he's been spewing the last couple of days, and you know he's been. Yeah, you had, you had Fox pools. News. You had Fox. You had Tucker Carlson edit out all his anti-Semitic comments. You saw the, the shop interview. say that they wasn't going to put out the hate speech. We saw all of the things mm-hmm. Kanye was texting and I mean tweeting and everything else. Why even do the yeah, interview so at all? Why? Yeah. Why even you know do the interview? You, you know. You know, that's a great question. And the thing is, you know, um, that's like that's like people talking about Charlemagne. People talk about Charlemagne and say, Charlemagne is an ass, but then Charlemagne doesn't show that to me. So I gotta I gotta treat Charlemagne how Charlemagne treats me. If Charlemagne treats me like a gentleman, then I I'ma think Charlemagne is a gentleman. I don't understand Charlemagne's rhetoric when he's not around me. You understand what I'm saying? And and, and that's 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 pretty clearly what it was. I did not think and other than the George Floyd comment I thought I thought I conducted a very great interview. You know what I'm saying? I thought that he laughed, he smiled, he drank, he smoked. You know, this was eight o'clock in the morning interview. Well, this but was- uh, yeah, no, don't don't say that though, because he said a lot of he still said a lot of anti-Semitic rhetoric in the in the interview as well. You know what and, I mean? And, and, uh, yes. And if you look, if you look, by the way, I had four Jewish people there. Steve Rifkin was in the room. Steve Rifkin, who who signed Wu Tang Clan, was in the room. Uh, my friend Eric, who is Jewish, is in the room. My friend Diego, who is Jewish, was in the room. And I looked at them to tell them, like, yo, tell me whenever he's going to, across the line. And they're, just, they're looking and they're saying, okay, we understand where he's coming from. But none of it, I don't support none of it. I don't support the George Floyd comments. I don't support the anti-Semitic. That's all I have is Jewish friends. All I have is black friends. That's it. Nori, I was going to ask you, when it comes to these George Floyd comments, we see the family may be suing. Is that going to include you in this lawsuit? Did you hear about that? I definitely heard about it. And um, this is the reason why I'm stepping up is because it's not even about suing or the money. It's about the hurtful thing, man. You know what I mean? I was locked down. I was supportive of the George Floyd movement. I saw that video, too. You know what I mean? Like, I, I seen that cop's ne- knee on his neck. I seen him calling out for whoever. So I... I I'm embarrassed of myself, you know what I'm saying? Because I've done these interviews before where I come back and I, and I redeem myself. And on this one, I waited too long. I waited too long to, to, to actually address him. I spoke to Kanye yesterday morning. I told him I'm going to do this. I told him that I'm going to refute these comments because I was disgusted by it as if I wasn't even in the room when mm. I heard it. When I heard it, I was like, wait a minute. Damn, I was there? And again, I'm just trying to be a journalist. I'm saying, you know what? We just won an award. I want people to know that we won the award because we deserve it. So I'm sitting there thinking about it. I heard Steven Jackson say something about me. And I'm like, you know what? I'm not even going back at Steven Jackson. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to make a rebuttal. I'm going to tell that brother you're right. 
because I should have checked them. I should have, I should have, and I eventually did. But by the time I checked them, I was already inebriated. So you're not, you're not, you're not hearing the sincerity in right. my voice. But even if you go look at it, you can see that that Nori is very serious. It's just that Nori is also. He's also drunk at the same time. Yep. And it's called Drink Champs. It's not called po Politics Champs. All right, we got more with Nori. When we come back, don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. We're welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It's called Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano. It's an insider's look at the NBA and the coaches surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick in the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall, will give us his unique perspective on the hottest topics in the league and tell the best behind-the-scenes stories from his time in the NBA. CJ will be bringing his A-list comedian buddies to keep it light and fire off some hoop takes. Plus, John will be inviting current and former NBA players, friends, and teammates to join the show as well to give their unfiltered accounts of what really goes on in the league from a player's perspective. So check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. If you're looking for the most epic place on earth, let's start at the base of a massive waterfall. Then trek through the thick jungle. Then climb to the peak of a snowy mountaintop. Then once you get there, keep going. Because with intelligent 4x4 and 7 drive modes and a Nissan Pathfinder, the search is the real adventure. Available feature. Intelligent 4x4 cannot prevent collisions or provide enhanced traction in all conditions. Always monitor traffic and weather conditions. Seeing our communities grow and thrive is something we care deeply about here at Black Tech Green Money. State Farm Insurance also cares about the growth of black communities. They're actively investing in programs and initiatives that help provide financial literacy, give early career advice, and grow black-owned businesses, thus leading to generational wealth, which helps protect the future of our communities. We want to build a future that we all can be proud of. State Farm understands that representation alone doesn't equate to authenticity. It also requires active sponsorship of programs like the AXO, a year-long program that recognizes and rewards high school students for their academic and cultural achievements, along with funding programs like Project Ready, a National Urban League program committed to educational achievement of black and brown youth that has awarded over $11 million in scholarship offers to date. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities and can have a long-lasting impact. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We're still kicking it with Nori Yee. 
So moving forward, are there other interviews that you're planning to do to kind of combat this? What are you planning to do? Because I see you reaching out on on Twitter to people that you feel like need to come up. Sean King, you know, Dr. Sean King, I want Sean King to come up. I want Dr. Umar. I want want Talib Kweli. I want David Banner. I want Killer Mike because they all know. They all know where my heart is. They all know that I'm on black Twitter. They all know I'm on them black, you know, you know, until freedom, uh, uh, group chat. They all know that. You know what I'm saying? The fact is, I did, I, I did fail. I did fail. I, I don't want to. Hey, wanna no, fail. I don't want to see Drink Champs go down that path. I like Drink Champs being the happy podcast mm-hmm. that it is. And what you tried to yeah. do, what you tried to do, was give hip hop culture a voice. But the reality is, he don't need that right now. That's not what we should be giving a voice to right now. That we shouldn't be, we shouldn't have had Kanye on the platform to begin with. Not at a time like this with the rhetoric that he's spewing. Nah. Well, yeah, I agree. I agree. I, I, I agree. I really did try. Try to give him a voice. I try to give him a voice. I try to give him a platform. I try to do that. But you know, I realized my political stance may not be correct. You know what I'm saying? I agree. You say it wasn't the right place. What about did Puff reach out to you? Um, you know, I, I'll tell you this. At first, I was disappointed in Brother Love. Because Brother Love called me and said, well, did he diss me? And I was just like, wait a minute. You know, this is so much bigger than you. And then he called me back and he said, you know what? Let's let's let's, let's support free speech and support free thinking. Let's support it. And It's not and free then, thinking, then, though. That's the other thing we got to stop saying. It's not free thinking when all you're yeah. doing is repeating white supremacist talking points. You're repeating black Israelite talking points. Like Kanye West is not a free thinker. We got to stop saying that. There's nothing free about his thoughts at all. What's crazy about it is I don't even think he believes that. You know what I'm saying? That's my point. Like, he said he's saying everything he's heard other people already say. That's not free thinking. Look, I think I think on the low, this is I want to say it's between us, but it's not obviously. <laughs> but I, think, yeah. I think on the low that he 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 supports the wow factor, like the fact that you, mm-hmm. you, you he, he can have a Confederacy uh, Confederate uh, flag. flag on. People go mm-hmm. people go wow, and then you can have a MAGA hat on. People go wow. But then you ask him, do you promote this confederacy? Do you promote the Trump campaign? And then you ask him, and he won't even give you something about the Trump campaign. He won't even tell you. It's because I think that it's the wow factor. And I think right. that's the reason why we've been supporting him for so long, whether it's been the sneakers, whether it's been whatever. Don't get it wrong. I love Kanye West. I love Kanye. Kanye has done things for me. You know, he's really a great person. The ideology about uh, black people and Jewish people is not correct. The the The... the, the the sentiment that he said about George Floyd mm-hmm. is not correct, and I do not stand for him when it comes to that. Gotcha. But you know, you know, um, I just don't want to give up on him. I wouldn't give up on you, Envy. Envy, you told me you worked, you voted for million dollars worth of game on BET Awards. I don't want to give up on Envy. I know Envy <laughs> is lost right now. You know what I'm saying? Like, I know, I know that. I know that he 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 might be taking you know Sarah, Sarah Zerb on the low. I'm not sure. But, but <laughs> I can't give up on envy. That's my brother. I, but I but, but you can tell you can tell your brother when he's wrong, though. Absolutely. I, I definitely told him he was wrong, and I definitely told envy that when he you you use clips of Boosie and you don't shout out drink test, it hurts us. <laughs> <laughs> uh, listen, I so, try to shout you out all the time, Nori. Let me ask you this: Do you think that mm-hmm. Kanye was ha- is having some type of breakdown? Because I know people talk about his mental health, and people around him they say are very concerned about his mental health. What are your thoughts? Yes, I do believe he's having a, a mental breakdown. But then I gotta be honest with you. I could have a straight conversation with him, and he'll he'll talk to me with nothing but sense. Kanye right. knows exactly so what I, he's doing, y'all. 
I don't know why we I don't know why we keep trying to shoot him all his bell. Kanye knows exactly what he's doing. And by the way, two things can be true. You can be dealing with mental health issues and you can be a bigot. You can be dealing with dealing with mental health issues and be a black white supremacist. You could be dealing with mental health issues and still be lying on how George Floyd uh got killed. Yeah, and also they were saying that Candace Owens has a huge influence and in, in part of everything he's saying. Do you agree with that as well? I can't say this Candace Owens, I can't say it's Trump. I gotta say this is the woke factor. This is the the it factor. It's like it gets a kick out of doing something that that you say is wrong. Being a contrarian, a lot of people like being a yeah. contrarian because it garbage. gets attention. And by the way, did you see that deep, even Donald Trump says Kanye West is acting too crazy and needs help? Yep. Yeah, that, that, that's what I said. I gotta step up. Hold on. <laughs> hey, listen, let, let, let's put a bow on it, Nori. You feel like you made a mistake with the Kanye interview. Yes. That's number one. 100%. And, 100%. You, and, and, and by the way, by the way, by the way, I could come on here and say, guess what, guys? That's how Kanye thinks, and that's it. And, I, and, and guess what? People will forgive me and let me get away with that. But that's not what I'm doing. I felt my people. I feel like I felt my people. This is what I wanted to do. Charlemagne didn't call me and say, call up the Breakfast Club. I called Charlemagne and said, I would like to apologize to my people. Because after me hearing it, because I don't, I don't watch my own interviews, by the way. I'm, I'm that great. You know what I mean? I'm that great that I don't watch my own interviews. But when I watch this one, I cringe. I cringe. And I, and I, and I felt terrible. So I, I have to I have to say sorry. I have to say sorry to anybody that was hurt by his rhetoric, anybody that was hurt by his speech, anybody that was hurt. I want to apologize to George Floyd family. I want to apologize to Stephen Jackson. I want to apologize to everybody that was hurt for me letting a man say something on my platform. Because by the way, contrary to popular belief, we own Drink Chance. We own our IPO. So That's right. the person to blame, the person to blame is us. I'm not gonna blame EFN. I'm not gonna blame Puff Daddy, as you guys asked me earlier. I'm actually gonna say, you know what? Six years of this, I don't have the excuse of, that I'm not a journalist. I have responsibility that I have to come and I have to say I'm sorry because my people support me, so I do not want my people feeling like I didn't step up at the time. But if you watch the whole three hour, 38 minute interview, I represent for George Floyd five, six, seven times. I represent for black people five, six, seven times. Hey, Nori, like I told you, you should have put all that out first then, by the way. No, I did. I did. You know what it is, Charlamagne? Baller Alert came and and they took the the clip and then they ran with it. I I can't be mad at Baller Alert when they're taking the clip now that's working against me because I'd be happy at Border Alert when they take a clip that works with me. Right. You understand? So I couldn't, I couldn't really do it. I had to, I had to die by the sword. But and, and also, like said, and, and Nori, as your, you know, as your friend and as your business partner, I told you last week, don't do this. It's not did. worth the trouble. You did. I told you this you twice did. before. You, you did. <laughs> well, Nori, we appreciate you, you for checking in, bro. Well, hold on, hold on, hold on, Andy. I did not know he was going to go there, Charlamagne. You and had to know, Nori. He's been doing it all no, week. No, no. By the way, by the way, if you watch the interview, there's a certain respect that you can see that Kanye has for me. There's a certain respect that you can see I have for Kanye. So I did not think that this rhetoric went over my head. But bottom line, to anybody that was hurt, I apologize. I'm moving forward. We're dropping takeoff and Crepo this week. I know I'm not into freedom. I know I'm not. I know people don't look at me like my son, but but my heart is my son. You know what I'm saying? My heart is Tamika. You know what I'm saying? So, but for next time, I'm, I'm going to listen to you, Charlamagne, and I'm not going to have this on. Or if it's going to have it on, I'm going to address it at the timely fashion that it it. it deserves to be addressed. So for anybody that was hurt by Kanye's comment, I'm not apologizing for Kanye, but I'm apologizing for his 
his, his, his speech. I'm apologizing for... for you're you're apologizing for, for having him on. Give you are. Platform. You're yeah. apologizing yeah. for having yeah. him on. Yeah. yeah. Me. Me. Yes. Me. I don't think he... I don't know if he's apologetic. I know he's apologetic because I spoke to him yesterday morning. And he was like, yo, I think that part was supposed to go out. And I said, yes, it was supposed to go out. So... Um, is it out now or is it still in the interview that's posted? I have no idea because, like I said, I don't really now. watch my own. <laughs> I mean, I would still <laughs> take it out. I, mean. <laughs> it, I tried to take it out, like, again. And I just I, think I y'all should I think y'all should take the whole thing down, man. I, listen, I think I, that's where we're, we're coming to. We're coming to the conclusion of what we're going to do, how we're going to move forward. Mm-hmm. Um, again, again, I still, res- I still respect freedom of speech. I think freedom of speech should be free. But I think that... This is this is the, the the limit where he kind of went too far, and we are responsible because we let it on our platform. I'm embarrassed. I do not stand by uh, any rhetoric like that, but I want to apologize for even being stupid enough to not to not watch this episode prior to it coming out. So I'm truly sorry. Well, I'm, we love you, Nano. Thank you, Nori. Yeah, thank you, thank y'all, thank y'all. All right, one love, y'all. Peace. All right, brother. Peace, All right. peace, peace. All right, that was Nori, Drink Champs. All right, when we come back, we got rumors, so don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Listen up. It's just in. All the gossip. Gossip. The Rumor Report. Gossip. Gossip. With Angela Yee. It's The Rumor Report. The Breakfast Club. Well, you just heard Nori up here talking about his interview on Drink Champs with uh, Kanye. Well, since then, Kanye has said he is buying a social media site, Parlor after he was kicked off Instagram and Twitter for an anti-Semitic post. So he is framing this purchase as a means of defending free speech. And this is something that he just uh, announced. He said, in a world where conservative opinions are considered to be controversial, we have to make sure we have the right to freely express ourselves. And He's following in the follow. footsteps of his white zaddy, uh, Donald, Donald Trump, because Trump. Donald Trump has the platform, what's called Truth Social, I think it's called. And even Donald Trump is like, okay, dude, <laughs> you done went too far. Well, you know. If Donald Trump is telling you that. All right, now Drake and The Weeknd are boycotting the Grammys. They are not submitting music for the show for 2023. Now, he uh, Drake has been at odds with the Grammys and the Recording Academy for some time. Going back to 2017, he won two awards that he said he didn't want. He also was upset that they placed Hotline Bling in rap categories rather than pop. Last year, he pulled his songs after they were already sent in for consideration, and he was nominated for Certified Lover Boy and Way Too Sexy. So there was an opening in both of those fields. So, yes, those are, are the issues. As you all know, The Weeknd also has some issues. He said that he was snubbed and he would be boycotting the Grammys from then on. He said, because of the secret committees, I will no longer allow my label to submit my music to the Grammys. My respect it. Mm-hmm. We already told you about Silk Sonic uh, not mm-hmm. submitting their joint, but that wasn't like a boycott. That's because they felt like they won four awards for Leave the Door Open, and they just feel like they got enough. I respect it. You know, if you don't want to be a part of it in any way, shape, or form, and you don't want your, you know, music in, in even involved, I respect it. All right. Trevor Noah, as you know, is exiting The Daily Show, and after confirming his departure, a couple of weeks later, he decided to do The Tonight Show starring Jimmy Fallon and opened up about his seven-year run. That you're leaving The Daily Show. Right, yes. And that your last show is December 8th. That is indeed correct. Uh, why? People ask you this question as if you're telling them bad news. Yeah. You know, and I can understand that, but I I think everybody has gone through a period of 
looking at their lives. I think of this as a joyous thing. I, you know, I, I lived through a crazy time. I shared it with, with people who were kind enough to share it with me. We went through something and what's on the other side? I don't take anything for granted anymore. I don't believe that life is a given. I don't assume that things will, will come to me. And so, yeah. you know, I just go like, this is, this is it, this is time. Do you have plans on what you're going to do next or? Everything. Everything. Producing, you know, like just working behind the camera, yeah. working on different ideas, you know, you, going back home, spending more time with family. I respect it. And I think Amber Ruffin should be the new host of uh, The Daily Show. So I enjoy Trevor for his last couple of months, especially on Thursday nights. And make sure to stick around when his show goes off on Thursday nights, because my show, Hell of a Week, comes on right after his. All right. Well, the show, The Daily Show, will resume after that in January, but they have not announced yet who the host will be. They're probably going to do two hosts. Uh, that would make the most sense, right? Like have, a, like maybe updated and have like two two hosts on there at one time. I feel like you should have an inside track. No, I don't have any inside track. But if it was up to me, I would have two hosts. Probably Roy Woods Jr. and Amber Ruffin. Those are my picks. All right, now the first trailer for the House Party reboot has arrived. You know, this is produced by LeBron's company, LeBron James, and it's revealed that the house that they're cleaning belongs to LeBron himself in the new movie. And here is that trailer. You know, Jacob Lattimore is in it, uh, Tilson Cole. Also, there's going to be some celebrity guests like Kate Cuddy and Snoop Dogg. I need 10 Gs by next week. I got to pay for my daughter's school. LeBron, they on vacation. How about we throw the party in the King's house? We're going to invite all the celebrities. We can make 10 times the money. We can send Destiny to preschool, college, whatever. Tonight is our last shot. Looks like we up out to the house. Hi, I see you there. How are you? It's a white man. Oh, s***. You're going to jail, Kim. Hi, I'm Peter. Is LeBron home? Um. By the way, Black Lives Matter. They do. This is a really bad idea. I wouldn't do something like this unless I was desperate. Have you seen how out of control this party is? You excited for the house party reboot? No. But that's because I'm 44 years old and I was raised in the 1900s, so I grew up on the first two house parties. So, you know, I don't, I don't have any expectation. So, I, But ex excited is not the right word. I don't have an expectation. I'll watch, but I don't Well, it's coming out January 13th, and it's written by Jamal Laurie and Atlanta writer Stephen Glover. Okay. By the way. All right, now let's talk baby news. Empire co-stars Trey Byers and Grace Gilly are expecting their first baby together after six years of marriage. So congratulations to them. How cute that that happened. They were both on Empire together. And now they're having a baby. Also, Big Sean and Janae Echo announced that they are having a boy. They announced that during their concert in L.A. So congratulations to them as well. All right, I'm Angela Yee, and that is your rumor report. Now get ready for DJ Envy's People's Choice Mix. You know that's the time when you get to choose. No, stop lying to people. What you want DJ you Envy still, to you play. You still keep that lie going? And he is going to take your requests right. indubitably. I don't know why y'all listen to either one of them when they lie to y'all constantly for 13 years. Like for no for no reason. Like just volunteering a lie. All you gotta do is say the People's Choice Mix is up next. You gonna lie? What and you say ever, that he's whatever you want to hear, you know, call us right now, 800 585 1051. Envy, you gonna get big that line. on for them? Envy, not even here. I know. Envy left, y'all. <laughs> this is a big lie. You can also tweet him and he'll get it in. Okay. It's The Breakfast Club. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. When it's time to get with someone special, the best way to do it is with Magnum Large Size Condoms. That gold foil wrapper is a badge of honor and it means you're protected. And you take care of things with comfort. Accept no substitutes. Bring the pleasure with the gold standard. Magnum. Large size condoms. 
WWPRFM HD1 New York and iHeartRadio station. DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the God. Some Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We got to shout the little baby and Nori for uh, checking in this morning. Yeah, salute the little baby and N-O-R-E, man. Make mm-hmm. sure you check out Nori's, uh, I mean, make sure you check out Lil Baby's new album, too. Yep. It's only me. Mm-hmm. And also, let me shout out to St. Augustine's uh, University, uh, HBCU. I'm on my HBCU tour, and I stopped. That was my first stop of the tour this weekend. So shout out to all the students, the alumni, and the staff. Um, you know what was so dope about their homecoming? And I go to a lot of homecomings. Usually I'm working or whatever it may be. But when you go to their tailgating, everything is free. They don't charge. So if you just an outsider and you just want to go, and you, you know, everything is free. Most tailgates are like that, though. Really? Yeah, most people tailgate and they barbecue or they fry fish and they if you pull up and you want a plate, you get a plate. Like, I never seen nobody charging at a tailgate. I never knew that. They I thought you tailgate so you don't have to pay to go inside. You are outside. Well sometimes they do tailgate throughout the whole game and sometimes they go inside and halftime, but usually that you know, people bring their the tents and they pop up and they charge. I don't even place. think you can do that. Yeah, some people sell, absolutely. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, but it was all free. I had everything. It was free. I, I was amazed. I mean, all the food and everything. Food, drinks, liquor, soda, everything. Water, everything was free. you had to bring your own stuff. Nah, I just Mm -hmm. pulled up, which was dope. So shout out to everybody out in North Carolina. Had a great time. When we come back, we got the positive notice. The Breakfast Club, good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the God. We are the Breakfast Club. Uh, Shout out to the New York Giants again. Five and one. Okay. We got a winning record. That's yes. a beautiful thing. Mm-hmm. Went to the game this weekend. Had a great time. Brought my daughter. It was a, it was a wonderful time. Too. There's only four teams in the NFC with winning records, and three of them are in the NFC East. Who would have thought? The New York Giants, yes. the Dallas Cowboys, mm-hmm. uh, the Philadelphia Eagles, the only undefeated team in the league, and um, uh, the Minnesota Vikings. The yes. only four teams in the NFC with a winning record. That is true. All right. Well, you got a positive note? I do. First of all, I want to tell everybody, man, make sure you scream uh, my late night talk show, Hell of a Week, on Paramount+. Plus. You know, last week we had a phenomenal episode with uh, Amber Ruffin, who I think should be the new host of The Daily Show, uh, Marlon Wayans, Jamel Hill, and my special one-on-one conversation was with uh, the OG legend, Whoopi Goldberg. All right, she wants me to call her Whoop, okay? So salute the big Whoop, all right? Now, make sure you scream that episode on Paramount+. Plus. The positive note is simply this. The degree to which a person can grow is directly proportional to the amount of truth they can accept about themselves without running away. Breakfast Club, bitches! We all finished or y'all done? State Farm Insurance knows that understanding and investing in our cultural identity is paramount in protecting our future. We know what it's like to go from nothing to something to wish that we had better financial literacy when we were younger. Luckily, State Farm is here to help. With funding programs like Project Ready, which is committed to education achievement and has already awarded over $11 million in scholarship offers to black and brown youth since 2021. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. If you're looking for the most epic place on earth, let's start at the base of a massive waterfall. Then trek through the thick jungle. Then climb to the peak of a snowy mountaintop. Then once you get there, keep going. Because with intelligent 4x4 and 7 drive modes and a Nissan Pathfinder, the search is the real adventure. 
Available feature. Intelligent 4x4 cannot prevent collisions or provide enhanced traction in all conditions. Always monitor traffic and weather conditions. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. Are you looking for the perfect move in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy. Enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender.